The secret is out. Video is the fastest and easiest way to get your viewers hungry for your product or service. This is the Video Marketing World podcast, and we are 100% dedicated to helping businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators grow their following and turn it into profit. We're going to bring in world-class guests who will educate us on the ins and outs of video marketing and business development, all so we can help you achieve your goals, whether you want more views, more engagement, lead generation strategies, more profit, or simply to scale your business, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or live stream. We've got you covered. Now let's get to some video marketing. What's up, Video Marketing World? Welcome to the Video Marketing World podcast where we teach entrepreneurs, business people, just like you, how to use video to grow your business. Today, I've got an incredible guest. Her name is McCall Jones. She's with charismahacking.com, and she's gonna teach us how to how to find our most authentic self and be uh, true, be charismatic, but true to ourselves as we're creating content, because that's really what we need to do in order to form that connection with the audience that you're you're trying to build. So with that said, McCall Jones, how are you doing today? I'm so good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited to have you here too. Um, for, for those of you guys who don't know, McCall and I, uh, we met a few weeks ago at an event that Krista Mayshore put on, and uh, it was a real estate um, coaching event and McCall was a speaker and I was a speaker and we connected and I was like, gosh, she has so many amazing things to share, uh, with, you. with you guys. Like I, if I could just get her in front of our audience, she's going to be awesome. So let's talk about Thank charisma you. on video, McCall. Oh man, my favorite subject. <laughs> so I used to call it charisma because people feel it, find that it's hard to spell. So yes. I'd always be like charisma hacking, but it's truly, it's my favorite subject ever. So I'm so excited about this. I have to warn you, I'm a long-winded lady, so I'm going to try to keep these answers so short because I know these are 15-minute episodes. No, you're you're all good. You know, go ahead and and uh, you know t- take over. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure what you have to say is going to be better than what I have to say on charisma. So that's let's just get that out right now. You are the expert here, so <laughs> I'm excited to hear from you. Okay, so um, when I was up on stage, I just want to give a little bit of background. When I was up on stage, McCall was in the background. She was writing down all of my um, all. Uh, I, I, what do you what do you call them? Like per, I, I want to say so like personality styles. Yeah, styles. they're charisma styles. Yeah. So yeah, when you are up on stage, so I have this system. It's called charisma styles within my charisma hacking company. So what it is, is I help people be more likable and more persuasive on video. And like you said, it's, it's using, uh, the skills and tools that you already use that you already have in your everyday life. So I help people get people to pay attention to them, trust them and act. And we actually have very specific metrics that we measure in order to do that. And the system that we've created is called charisma styles. So we look at how people move people to action. And we found there are only three ways, right? There are three authority styles. And then we look at how people get people to trust them. And we found that there are only three ways. There are three compassion styles. And then we look at how people get people to pay attention to them. And there are six ways to get somebody to pay attention to it. It's called an entertainment style. So the combination of those three styles is 
called your charisma style, right? So if you think about it of F-A-C-E, so F is called the fan score. So this is how good you are at it, which is separate from the style, right? There's so many people at the very top of their game who have completely different styles, right? You think of different talk show hosts or different celebrities or different entrepreneurs. They they are at the top of their game. They have top fan scores, right? They've got a lot of customers and uh, very high value per customer. So but what's like an example of a high fan score? So who's somebody with like that's a high- a great, That's a great question. So uh, I don't know if your audience is familiar with Russell Brunson, but Russell mm-hmm. Brunson is amazing, right? And his top fan score, so he has, I mean, he has millions of people who know who he is and he has, you know, around a million entrepreneurs who are like die hard fans, die hard fans. Yeah. And um, we have also Gary Vee who... Mm-hmm once again, is top entrepreneur, right? Has millions of fans, millions of people who know who he is. And the way that we measure this fan score is how many um, how many people can you get to pay attention to, get to trust you and get to convert, right? Get to actually do what you say. Cool. So we measure those with watch time and engagement rate and conversion rates. So we say, okay, if, if Russell has a million fans and we look at the value per fan, right? We say, okay, well, we got people who you buy into his ClickFunnels software and then people who buy his books and so on and so forth. We know that the combination of those things were like, oh, okay, he's got a top fan score. He has, you know, in the, in the engagement portion of it, it's like, okay, it's like a million people. Right. And then we look mm-hmm. at the conversion rate and it's, you know, he is the co-founder of almost a billion dollar company. So his top fan score is very high. Uh, and then Gary Vee, his top fan score is very high. He gets paid to speak a lot of places, right? People engage with him uh, and people do what he says. Love so it. we just measure those things. We say, okay, well, the fan score is how good you are at getting people to pay attention to you, trust you and convert, right? Okay. And the style, so how good you are at it is the fan score, that's F. And then a style is actually how you do it. Because if you look at Russell Brunson versus Gary Vee, if you had both of them on a program together, they would not sound or look anything alike, right? The way that they would get people's attention is completely different, right? They would have different kinds of energy, even though they're both high energy people, right? And the way that they would convert those audiences is completely different, right? They would use different language. They would use different tools and tactics, and yet they both have very top fan scores, right? They both could convert that audience at an equal rate. So what we look at is we say, okay, well, we have the fan score. They got top, top fan scores. And then how they do that, how they're getting their attention, how they're getting these people to trust them and confide in them and how they're getting them to convert is their style. So we have the authority style. We have the compassion style, entertainment style. So we call it a face because you're the face of your company. So fan score, authority style, compassion style, entertainment style, F-A-C-E. Nice. It's it's fascinating. I love well, it. and so there's 12 different charisma styles and this is what I was doing um when you were on stage. So there's 12 different charisma styles like I said, three authority, three compassion and three entertainment. Mm-hmm. The thing that we also found which is kind of crazy is uh when you use the wrong style because there's no good and no bad styles, right? All of them are are good and all of them are essentially bad if you use the wrong one. There's no good and bad, but there's a right and a wrong style for every single person. Right. And what we found is the the biggest mistake that people make on video, you know, on stage is when they're trying to connect with people is they use the wrong style. They get in their heads and we have like all these false faces and very specific reasons why they sabotage themselves. So finding that combination is so essential because if you're trying to model somebody that 
doesn't have your styles, that's when, you know, sales scripts don't work for you. That's when you turn people off and you have major drop-off rates in your videos. That's when people don't confide in you and you get on a sales call and you're an hour in and you don't realize that you've lost the sale and then, you know, you're wasting time that way. Or, you know, all your market research is off and you're building products that people don't want. Yeah. So, so when you were on stage, I was defining all of your Christmas styles. I was like, this is what you are, which was so fun. What's, so what I love about that is, and, and a lot of our audience can relate to this because we have a lot of like influencer audience as well, oh, yeah. where when, when I first started on YouTube, uh, I was looking to my left, I was looking at my right, I was looking at what these guys were doing right and what these guys were doing right and then trying to bring that over into my style so that way I could yeah. uh, I, I could attract an audience that was similar to theirs, hmm. not realizing that me trying to be somebody else just made me look stupid. And it was it, hmm. like what, what you would say a false face, right? It's like I it was not my personality at all. And two years into it, like after doing this for two years, trying to be somebody else, I was like, gosh, you know, this is just stupid. It is hard. And I don't want to put on this, this uh, routine anymore. And, um, and I just started being myself and boom, things took off. Yeah. Yeah. The way that we say it is like in order to match anybody else's fan score, if you see somebody that you respect and you see somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, I want an audience of their size or even an audience like them, you can't get there by matching their styles. You can only get there by using your own, right? Because like you right. said, like something that works for somebody else won't work for you. And the, the really frustrating thing about it, you know, if we just look at, if we look at sales scripts or if we look at, you know, influencers, if you, if some people were to model those people that you were, it would actually work for them, which makes it even more frustrating because then people are like, wait, but it's working for them. But why isn't it working for me? Am I not trying hard enough? And all these different things, right? That's why we have found that if you model people who are your same styles, it works, right? In the entrepreneur world, it's like, if you get a sales script from somebody who is highly successful, some people in that program, it will work for them because they have the same authority styles. For other people in the program, the exact same script feels aggressive or the exact same script makes it sound like you don't know what you're talking about when those exact words worked for, you know, a percentage of people in the program and the person that's giving you the script. So then you think that you are broken when really it's like, oh, well, it works for the people in, this, in the program that have the same authority style as that person. You yep. don't have the same authority style as them. So you can use the same elements, but you got to change some things, right? Yeah. So if somebody else came on and they were like, oh man, I modeled those same people, Scott, but it worked for me. It'd be so much more frustrating for you because you'd be like, well, what's wrong with me then? Did I just not model them enough? Like, did I just not, you know, do all these things enough when really that person could have been the same style as them? Well, it, what's interesting too is like, uh, you, you know, Natalie Hudson. Uh -huh. Okay, so so Natalie is uh, she's one of our clients, and she's one of the most soft spoken, sweetest, like entrepreneur female entrepreneurs that I know. And um, but if she were to try to act like Russell Brunson, like on camera, just like giant, super crazy dynamic, it wouldn't oh, work yeah. for her. But being like soft and quiet and calm crushes it for her. So totally. it's so, okay. So let's let's I, I've got another question for you. Then how yeah. can people? How can people figure out where their best face is, what their best styles are? Yeah, that's a great question. So with each one of these, so I'll go through uh, all 12 styles super, super briefly. Because okay. um, what I want you to realize is as I go through these, you're actually using these in your everyday life already, right? The thing that I tell people, you know, when we were at this real estate conference, uh, the question that I ask people is like, if you could create a relationship with every single person before you tried to sell them anything, before you tried to get them to subscribe to anything, do you think that you would have an advantage? And every single one of them without question was like, oh yeah, 
Like if I, if I had a relationship yeah. with somebody, of course, they'd be much more likely to buy from me. They'd be much more likely to watch another video to not drop off, right? What we do with Charisma Styles is we give you that advantage on video instantaneously, right? So we say, okay, we're able to actually create a relationship with your audience immediately instead of, you know, being, it's, it's like, you're not, you're skipping like the first five dates with them, right. Where it's like really awkward and you don't really know what to say. And like, you don't know how to move your arms. And all of a sudden you just dive into, to actually having a relationship with them. So as we go through these, it's like, okay, how you parent your kids or how you get your friends to take your advice. Those tools are the ones we're going to transfer over to video with your authority style and how you get people to trust you and confide in you in your everyday life. That's the compassion style that we're going to make sure you're using on video and how you got your spouse or best friend to pay attention to you. You know, how, when you she walk into really a room, when you're networking, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to work on that. Style, but how you get people to, to, yeah, to pay attention to you when you like are at networking events and you like go to different tables and stuff yeah. and you're like, Oh, and you're introducing yourself. Why would we not use that skill that's working and has worked your whole life on video? Right. So I'll yep. go through these really, really briefly. So we have three different authority styles. This is how you get people to pay attention to you. Okay. Uh, the first one is light. Light people say, trust the process, right? They're like, okay, uh, this thing that I'm doing, this process that I'm doing, this is exactly what you need to do, right? So if we have three different vehicles and they're all going to a, a location, but they're all going to get there at the same time, but they all get there in completely different ways. Light people say, this bus is going there. This bus is going there. All you have to do is get on the bus. If I can convince you to get on the bus, you'll arrive there, right? Trust the process. Second one is lift. Lift people say, trust yourself. They say, I think my client should be in the driver's seat. I think I should be in the passenger seat or my best friend should be in the driver's seat. I should be in the passenger seat. Because when we arrive at that destination, if they will have taken all the turns with me guiding them, I think it'd be so much more beneficial. So that's cool. lift. They say, trust yourself. And then we have lead. They say, trust me. Trust me means they are in the driver's seat. They say, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm going to take all the turns. I'm going to make sure that we get there safely, right? So you have light, you have lift, and you have lead. So as you look at how you're parenting your kids, right, if you are somebody who makes a, a checklist and you're like, hey, we need to clean the house. This is the way to clean the house here. All the things that need to get done, right? But I want you to make sure that you follow this process. Do it whenever you want, right? You could be a light. If you're like, no, 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 you do this, you do this, you do this, you could be a lead right? If you are a lift, you're like, Hey, what rooms do you guys want to clean? What would be the very best way to go about this? We need to make sure that it is accomplished. And we need to make sure that we clean this house. Mm. Tell me how we can make you believe that you're a part of this. And like the magic is inside of you, right? So you have light lift and lead. So as you're looking at how you move people to action, it's really easy to say, what are the skills I've been using my entire life? Right. And mm -hmm. when have those not worked? Right? I have a lot of people ask me like, well, when I'm trying to ask my husband to do something, like I try a little bit of everything, right? It's really, really important to, to realize like you are one of these and the others are actually sabotaging you, right? Each one of these, there is a right and a wrong for each specific person. Sure. Awesome. So next, we have compassion styles. Compassion styles, there's three ways to get somebody to trust you. You either steady or, uh, so steadiers don't change their emotional cadence or emotional state based on the person that's across from them, right? You are a steady. <laughs> so with steady, uh, and I have my notes here somewhere. I should probably charisma hack you on camera. It'd be so fun. So uh, steadiers, when somebody comes to them and they're like, this is what happened. The steadier's like, okay, talk to me about that, right? If you go back and you listen to our whole interview so far, you're a steadier, right? Yep. You're steady. All of these things, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, the second one is fix. Fixers don't dive into the emotions. They dive into the context. They don't say like, oh, are you so emotional? They say, how'd you get here? 
What are the events? What's the context that, that caused you to get here? And then finally we have mirror. I'm a mirror, right? If you watch this interview on camera, you see my facial expressions going crazy every time you say anything. It's because I react. I match the emotional cadence and state of whoever's across from me, Sweet, right? How I get somebody to trust me, I totally react. So if you look at how you got your last friend to trust you, right? Or the last time you needed somebody to confide in you, you just look and you say, oh, well, did I steady? Did I fix or did I mirror, right? Finally, there are entertainment styles. <laughs> the entertainment styles are so fun. There's three that are more intense. There are, there are three that are less intense. Okay. So what you're talking about with Natalie Hodson, right? She's going to be a completely different one than Russell Brunson. Yep. So first we have Amaze. Amaze people are all about the wonder. They're all about making sure that uh, they are in charge of the excitement, which is so fun, right? They say, I forget. Are you an Amaze? Or are I am you an Amaze. Amaze. Yeah. You're an Amaze. I'm an Amaze. Oh, incredible. I love so, it. <laughs> If you listen to Scott, if you listen to you on this whole interview, if you listen to you, you know, in anywhere that you're speaking, when you're excited about something, you decide what is exciting, <laughs> right? And you're talking about this. And you're like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, let's talk about charisma hacking. Let's talk about this, right? So Amaze decides what's exciting. Uh, if you take an Amaze and you shift the focus from the external to the person and you intensify it, you get excited. This is Russell Brunson, right? Yep. Scott, you and Russell Brunson are not the same right? You're not the same. You are like outwardly focused and you're like, whoa, this is so incredible. It's probably what makes you such an incredible podcast host, right? Russell Brunson's like, I'm exciting. Holy cow. This is crazy, right? So he is an excite. Then we have charm. Charm people are all about the back and forth. They're like the tongue in cheek humor people. Uh, this is like Ryan Reynolds or like Tony Stark. Um, they're all about like the teasing or the flirting and different things like that. They decide where the spotlight goes. So they'll throw the spotlight over here. They'll bring it back to you. They'll mm -hmm. throw the spotlight over there. They'll bring it back to you. Then if you shift that from the external to the person and you intensify it, you get perform. Perform people, I'm a perform. Perform people say, I belong in the spotlight. And whatever they want you to pay attention to with our theatrics, you pay attention to. Yeah. Then we have impress. And you're, impress. you are a perform. Like you have a lot of perform. Like I, I am perform. I, yeah, I noticed that <laughs> on stage. Yeah, you were like very much in perform mode and I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Well, and the funny thing is, um, you know, I have, <laughs> I think if, people didn't understand charisma styles. I think when I'm on stage, people would be like, whoa, <laughs> she crazy, right? But uh, it's really interesting how once I describe all these charisma styles to people, they'll come up to me and they'll be like, listen, I know that you can coach me even though you're different than me because of charisma styles, right? When most coaches, people are attracted to them because they're like them, yeah, right? And they're like, I want to be like you and therefore you should coach me. Right. I have a lot of people who come up to me and they're like, oh, I totally get it. You're a perform, but I'm an impress. You're a perform, but I'm an amaze. You know, and I know you can help me because of charisma styles, which is really cool. Yeah. So there's two more entertainment styles. One, uh, the last two are impress. Impress people decide what is important and what is significant, mm. right? This is like uh, Denzel Washington, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yep. Where they, what they say has weight, right? Or like Myron Golden. I don't know if your audience is familiar with Myron Golden. Mm -hmm. Everything that they say is weighted. And finally, if you take an impress and you shift it from the external to the person and you intensify it, you get roar, right? Roar, people say, I am important and therefore you should listen to me, right? This is uh, Kristen Mayshore. <laughs> and Garrett J. White. Yeah. Exactly. Garrett White, right? He's on stage and you're like, okay, yeah, he's important and therefore you should listen to him. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I said, it's, you're using him in your everyday life. The easiest way to find what you are is to, is to start to look at the tools and skills that you use in order to do those things that have been successful your whole life. You're like, oh, if I get attention from people this way, you know, if I am like Scott and I'm in a maze, 
You know, if I'm like Russell Brunson and I'm excite, you know, if I'm like Tony Stark and I'm a charm, yeah. if I'm like McCall and I'm a perform, if I'm like, you know, Denzel Washington and I'm an impress, or if I'm like Garrett White and I'm a roar, it's like, why would I change that when I get on video when that has literally worked for me my entire life, right? I have honed those skills my entire life to get people's attention. And then when I get on video, something changes, yeah. right? It's crazy. Uh I mean, I, I guess I'll say one more thing. I know I'm monopolizing this time, Scott. <laughs> no, I, I want you to. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Um, the crazy thing is, you know, one of the rules within charisma hacking is if it feels awkward, it looks awkward. And that's really hard for people uh, when they get on video because most of the time coaches go the opposite direction. And they're like, no, 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 no. Just keep going. Like, more, just keep give going. Me more. Just keep going. Yeah. Give me more. Exactly. And they're like, you know, the process of find your voice is just publish, just publish over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. And the rule for us is if it looks awkward or if it feels awkward, it looks awkward. And that should be a very joyous thing because we know exactly what to change then. We're saying you're getting on camera and if you're flapping your arms around and you don't flap your arms around in real life, of course it's going to feel awkward. But what most people say is like, well, if you flap your arms on camera enough times, you'll be comfortable with flapping your arms on camera and therefore you will get more comfortable at it, yeah. right? It's like they walk into a smelly room and five minutes later, they're like, oh, this smells great. And you're like, no, 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 the smell didn't go away. You just got used to it, yep. right? They get used to that uncomfortable feeling, which is literally what people promote. They're like, no, get used to being uncomfortable. It's great. And what we do is we're like, oh, just stop being awkward on camera. Here are the very specific things to change because you don't feel awkward in real life right? We are bringing over those skills and we're making sure that like that find your voice process is so fast, is so fast. And then you just have to get used to, you know, your content and what you're saying and like your natural speaking patterns. And it's not a process of let me get used to being completely different or not myself on camera. That actually does bad things for you because yeah. then you get comfortable and you start blaming the wrong things. And you're like, oh man, my offer or my, oh man, my script or my thumbnail or all these things. Those are so often, that's probably why people bounce out of this. And you're like, well, no, you may be comfortable on video, but you probably should still be scared because it's not effective. It's not actually accomplishing what you want. McCall, <sighs> this is so, this has been so awesome. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I want, I wish we could go on and on and on, but here's what I'd like to do. Uh, first of all, for our audience at home, who's like, I, I want more, I want more. Tell me more. Um, I'm going to, I want to bring you back McCall if we can. And then I think it would be I'm really good. cool if we could do like a charisma hack where you, we could like break down a celebrity or something while we're talking yes. on the podcast. So that way the people at home could like really understand like how this works and what the process totally. is. But for those of you guys who are at home, who are listening to this, we're going to try, we're going to bring McCall uh, more into the video marketing world. So that way you'll have more opportunities to learn from her and, and, uh, and really like figure out who you are on camera and figure out who, uh, you know, how to be your best self on camera. One of the things we always say, McCall to our audience is, um, you know, pe people are coming to the internet as humans looking for a human experience. They're not coming to the internet looking for a production. And, um, yes. and so with YouTube and social media specifically, it's so important for us to help our people find that, that authentic voice so that way they can be themselves on camera and, and, uh, attract the audience that wants to follow them. So yeah. I'm super excited to, to keep working with you and, and bring you back into the fold and, and have some, have some fun, uh, you know, with our, with our audience, it's going to be great. Thanks so much. Scott, I told you I'm a long-winded lady. I think this is your longest podcast episode. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's good. <laughs> it's been so good. It's been so, like I said, I want to dive so much deeper into all of these styles, but, um, but we'll leave it here. We'll, we'll leave them hanging and we'll bring you back.
Uh, where can people find you, McCall? Charismahacking.com. Charismahacking.com. You'll find all of the things. I mean, you can connect with me on Facebook too if you want. I'm a human. I like to answer messages, all that. But yeah, charismahacking.com. That's the perfect place. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you heard something today that you liked, please share this with somebody else. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Later. Amazing. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing World Podcast. If you could do us one favor, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Share it with another entrepreneur, share it with a business who has no idea what they're doing when it comes to video marketing. This podcast is to help you scale your business and we want to make sure that it gets out to those people who need it. And if you're coming to Video Marketing World next year in Dallas, October 6th through 8th, go to videomarketing.world and you'll see that there are still VIP passes available. We'd love to see you there. And last but not least, make sure the word gets spread by leaving a good rating and a five-star review. See you guys on the next one.